I assume all month we're going to be singing a lot of Christmas songs. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, candy canes. Uh-huh. P- opinion. For them or against them? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Um, I don't really care for the peppermint candy canes. So that, that's the normal candy The normal cane. ones. But you know what I do love? I assume you're going to tell me. I love the Pixie Stick candy cane. Have yeah, you had they those? Are, yeah. Those from you. are legit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I need to go buy them. Yeah. I haven't bought them yet. But yeah, those are, they're like fruit candy canes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have Pixie Stick dust inside of it. And so you bite the sugar candy inside cane. the sugar yeah, cane. It's a Pixie Stick, except with paper, it's a candy cane. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Sweet tarts have good ones. Sweet tarts, yeah. Um, the, but you know what? There's starting to be too many of them now. Yeah, I don't like like, like there's su- like Sour Patch Kids ones, and there uh, is. Yeah, I bet that's good too. Yeah, I mean, uh, Starburst I, ones. Yeah, I don't never had that. I don't like may, maybe like those brands I like, mm-hmm. but I don't like when it's just like a different flavored candy cane that's not like a Starburst or Pixie. You like, don't like just like, like just like the, like the the a green one. There's like a fruit fruit one or nope, whatever. Don't like that. I do like that one. Don't like that. I'll take I'll take a normal peppermint one, even though I don't love it. Another question: Do you crunch it, or do you do you just keep sucking it until it's a point? <laughs> um, <laughs> until it's and you can stab people with it. Yeah, I I it's a, I kind of do both. In the beginning, I like to make the point, but then after I do it once, I don't do it every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I like I, in the beginning of the candy cane, and then once I bite it, then I'm biting the rest of the way. I always try to, mm-hmm. and some days I can do it. Some days I'm just I'm just too impatient yeah so if you want to test well, sometimes i don't want my mouth to get all sticky <laughs> okay you know when you eat a candy oh, cane boy. <laughs> this uh, hope no one listens to this, this episode so terrible <laughs> but i'm being serious like uh-huh. when you keep eat going a candy yeah keep cane, going and then like your hands get sticky and uh-huh. everything <laughs> um is <laughs> ridiculous right now I'm, uh, I'm not i'm not even trying to like make a joke right now i'm being serious <laughs> i don't know uh definitely keeping all this in um so anyways let's get out of the christmas we're gonna do a whole christmas episode yeah because we always do because we mm-hmm. love christmas it's, a, it's my favorite it's, it's, I love it. There's no competition. I love What's it. a better holiday? None. President's Day. Yeah. Oh, who cares? Whenever, like we have a, our one friend, Chris Schoon, is always like, oh, Thanksgiving's my favorite. Nah, Thanksgiving's good. No, but I don't even trust him because he, he only eats ham on Thanksgiving. Anyway. Yeah, you know what? You First can't, off, you can't eat ham on Thanksgiving. You can, you can have ham in addition. I agree, but you have to have turkey. Yeah. That's what Thanksgiving... That's the... The story of the first Thanksgiving yeah. is that Pilgrims and Indians were always best friends. And we and they know got that together, this is 100% and true. they got together uh-huh. and, they, and they both ate a turkey together. Yeah, and they cranberry did, sauce from a can. Uh, cranberry. Yeah, but you know, though, we, can't, we can't trust our friend Chris Schoon because he also period, said... Period, period, period. <laughs> but he also said... We were like, we saw him in the morning because we played football, and then and and he was, we were like, oh, which is a tradition of, of ours. Yeah. We always play football on Thanksgiving. And he was like, oh yeah, we're doing Thanksgiving a little bit later today. We we're like, oh, what time? He said one. <laughs> it's like that's later. What time do you normally do it? He said eleven. Who do you ever do thanks? Have you ever done Thanksgiving super early? No, the earliest is like three or four. One time, it was my first Thanksgiving. Who does Thanksgiving at eleven in the morning? <laughs> that is crazy. That's breakfast. Yeah, I haven't even woken up yet. My first Thanksgiving with my. My wife, she was my wife at the time. We weren't even engaged, but I was—I had the ring. I actually bought the ring the day before, yeah. so we were about to be engaged. Um, we went down to her grandparents' house. They live in Eastern Shore. 
Uh, I've met them a couple times. We did Thanksgiving. They had they had their Thanksgiving meal at like one thirty or two. Oh. So it's still early, but but for some reason that's normal. Like a yeah. lot of families do I that know. really I early. It. I don't get it either. So we were spending the night there. So by eight o'clock, I was starving because I only ate lunch. I didn't eat dinner. <laughs> So I was like, hey, Erica, I'm hungry. Can I get some leftovers? There's plenty of leftovers. Yeah, go ahead. I went to go get it. And her grandmother yelled at me and said, you're not allowed to have any leftovers. It's what? For, it's for tomorrow. It's for tomorrow? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm leaving like bright and early. I'm not eating anything. Nope. Don't eat any of those leftovers. What? That's crazy. So I went to McDonald's on Thanksgiving. And that, on Thanksgiving for dinner, you had McDonald's? Yes, I had to. There's no other option. It they was open? Yeah, they wouldn't let me eat wow. Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I go eat Thanksgiving lunch, or I and I had pie. Wow! So wow, that's yeah. Pretty, she's that's yeah. Crazy. I told Erica's uh, parents of that, and they didn't. Rem- they're like, that happened. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm still here. But anyways, so we we told you the story of Thanksgiving, which was what Donald Trump would call fake news. Uh-huh. That wasn't real. Yeah, fake. And I figured in in the Christian uh, culture, mm-hmm. there is a lot of news. Mm-hmm. And fake news. There is? There is. So I wanted to test you and see which of these is news or fake news in our new segment called News or Fake News. Fake news. Fake news. The fake news is fake. Fake. Fake news. The fake news. It's fake. Phony. Fake. The fake news. The fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. All right, so today what I'm going to be doing, Shane, is I'm going to be telling you a news article, and I can read some of the news article. And this is all in the Christian world. Uh, Yes, it's all about Christian stuff. Okay. Some of it is real. Mm -hmm. Some of it is from Babylon Bee, which you know what Babylon Bee is. It's like the onion. It's like the onion. It's satire. So if you don't, yeah, if you don't know what the onion is, it's just it's it's not satire. It's not real. They're being funny. Yeah, they're trying to be funny. They're using stuff that is kind of real to make a a, a, pretend like it's real article. It's like what is it? National Enquirer. Yeah, but they don't pretend that they're not real. They act like they're real. People don't, but everybody knows, right? Yeah, but they never act like like Babylon Bee and the Onion tell you we are not real. It's satire. Oh, okay, National Enquirer tries to it. act like they're real. Do, do, do they actually get anybody on that? I don't know. I mean, I, sometimes they get stuff right. What you mean, like predicting the future? Just period. Like there's some things that they post that basically they don't need any real evidence to post something yeah they just need one person said something they'll post it yeah yeah or just make it up right. so uh, i'll give you an article and shane right. i want you to tell me whether you think it's real okay or if it's news or fake news okay right. okay yeah yeah so, so the first one crazy christian lady sick and tired of satan raping her babies at target what <laughs> No way. Crazy Christian lady, sick and tired of Satan raping her babies at Target. You know what? Is I, that news uh, or is that fake news? You know, I'm going to... Do you want to hear some of the article? Okay. Y'all, this transgender bathroom business might be starting to get a little bit ridiculous. Remember when the transgender bathroom uh-huh. thing is a little news old? Uh, many hordes of um, right-wing Christians have actually been convinced by the never dishonest religion right... Religious right that target most most corporations and all liberals actually want their wives and daughters to get raped in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna go with now. Don't I'm, don't don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, but I'm gonna go with news because if it were satire and Babylon, I don't really know too much about. 
Babylon B, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? It's they're actually really funny. Yeah, but are they is it like run by religious people yeah. being funny? Yeah. So I don't think that they would put that in there. I don't think that, that the whole raping thing. I think that <laughs> I think I think that they would be a little bit since they know that they are appealing to the Christian world. Yeah. I don't think that they would use Satan raping babies at Target. <laughs> so I'm gonna say news. This is news. Ah yeah. This is from the Wonkette. Which I, unless this is a satire website, but I don't think it is. Um, and it was back in 2016. Remember the whole Target transgender yeah, yeah, bathroom yeah. thing, which went away quick? Yeah. Like that went away pretty quick. Wait, so how are you finding these articles? Google. Google. Okay. <laughs> I think I typed crazy Christian news <laughs> that are actually true or something like that in okay. Google. All right. I found all some. Right. Yeah, but that, I remember all that stuff. People were really mad about that. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen a girl in the bathroom at target have you no i have not and, and i'm there a lot because my wife why do girls love target so oh, much? they love it but they love target. here's you want to hear my my Tar-J. prediction on why they love target so much why i think it's because you are it has a lot of different things mm-hmm. it's kind of like walmart yeah but it's a step up but they feel like it's a step up it is a step up it is yeah um even though i still go to walmart's great you just have to deal with walmart you gotta deal <laughs> with it being so crowded and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff um, where Target is kind of a step up, but you still feel like you're kind of shopping at a Walmart price-wise yeah. place. And they have everything they want. They have clothes that they actually like that at an affordable cost. Yeah, that's the they, thing, have, like, they have food. They have the groceries. They, they can get everything there at one place. But for whatever reason, I'm never really like, oh, I'm going to buy clothes at Walmart. But whenever I'm at Target, I'm like, oh, yeah, these are nice. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I bought clothes at Target. I, I, you mean at Walmart? Oh, yeah. I bought clothes at both. Yeah, I have two. Fair. I have two. But I... For whatever reason, I, anytime I'm at Target, I'm like, "Oh, these are no, these are much nicer." Yeah. So, want have you gone to the girls' bathroom yet? No. But you can. Yeah, why would I? Because you can. No one can tell you you can't. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Next one. Breaking. Okay. Oh wow. We're Mike Pence confesses addiction to marital faithfulness. <laughs> <laughs> That's Babylon B. Mike that- Pence. Confessing <laughs> addiction to what? Marital faithfulness. <laughs> yeah, Babylon. That's funny. Speaking to Fox News in a tell-all exclusive interview Sunday night, Vice President Mike Pence admitted to decades-long addiction to remaining faithful to his wife, Karen. Pence, who was heavily criticized by the media in March when he confessed to never having private lunches with women other than his wife. That mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. Tearfully admitted to reporters... His his habit of marital fidelity began back in 1985, the year I was born, when he and Karen were married. And yeah. it goes on from there. Um, yeah, so yeah, that is Babylon B. But it is true that he won't do lunches with, yeah. private lunches with women other than his wife. What does that mean, private? Like, does that just mean going, going to a restaurant? I, I think so. Yeah. Just, th- he won't go with just him and his wife and another female, right. even if they're staff, to a place. Um, when it comes to pastor stuff, because uh, you have a employee who's, who's yeah. a, a Lene, who's mm-hmm. a female, um, do you have any things that you make sure not to do, even though you know like you're not yeah, worried about anything? But, but there's perception yeah. anyways and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Lene is like the, the, my right hand woman. She, 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 she basically runs the church. <laughs> she's yeah, she's she, way better than you. Oh, way better. I never would be able to do it without <laughs> without without Lene for sure. But yeah, so we right when we started meeting, um, we said uh, we, that we won't go to like Starbucks or anything like that. Like, so we've never gone out just us two. But we meet in my office all the time. But uh, there's a window and and those it's a public place. You know, there's other yeah. people in the building. So yeah, we do have to be careful. Um, we did when we first started. 
uh, before we started the church plant, but we started meeting together leading up to it. And we met in my office at at Crossroads Church, and my office was all windows. Yeah, it was like they called it the fishbowl. Yeah. right. Complete open. No, it, you know, it's not like there's anything fishy ever going on in that situation. Yeah. And um, uh, but we would meet at a time when Mops, you know, Mops is yeah, mothers yeah. a preschool organization. It, it's not. It, it meets in a lot of churches. They were meeting literally right outside of our office because it's like a coffee bar area. So they would be there, and we were inside and my be, office. It'd be loud and, and distracting. Yeah, and but like all of these women could see us, right? Yeah. We literally, so obviously there was never once ever anything inappropriate that would ever happen whatsoever. We didn't even have an opportunity if we wanted to, right? Yeah. But never, never, never. And, um, but Lene actually had, um, uh, I don't know if it was one woman or a couple women come up to her and be like, hey, what are you guys doing in there? Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? You can, anybody can see us. Yeah. And, and I understand, like, you, I, and you had the door. You had to have the door closed, or you couldn't hear right, anything. Right. Then. And uh, but like I, like I said, it's a fishbowl. Yeah. And I and I understand protecting ourselves and making sure that we don't put ourselves in a situation where it ever anything could be assumed mm-hmm. or it's ever the other person's word against yours. Yeah. But at the same time, too, it's like as a pastor, I mean, I, I have to. I, I can't only minister to men. Yeah. As a lead pastor. Yeah. So that's something that I've been trying to figure out. Because as a youth pastor, it was it was much different where I was like, look, if there's a if there's a teenage girl who like really wants to meet with me, which happened. Yeah. And I said I, I would say to her, Hey, I'm sorry, but I can't meet with just you. Yeah. I need to have either someone else uh, your small a group leader, a female like small group leader, or it didn't even have to be female, just somebody else. Yeah. Because, so because you know what you are not similar to? What? A teenage girl, exactly. <laughs> so you don't really can't can't really dig deep into, and it's a red flag when a teenage girl. And at the time, I was in my early twenties. Yeah, I wasn't married, and so I, but you're it, super ugly, so you have to worry about exactly. that. Exactly. So, damn <laughs> but there were times where like it was it was odd, and red flags would come up when she would only want to talk to me about her problems. Yeah, and I was a youth pastor. Yeah, but I would say I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. But now it is a little bit different. As a lead pastor, working with adults, because you know, I, I'm trying to actually figure that out. Yeah, what is appropriate and what is not. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. What do you think? I I mean, when I I don't really have my office is in my house, mm-hmm. so I can't have because yeah. because I, I have Abby who right. who is uh, on my staff. I can't have her come to my house right. when no one's here. Like yeah, that's really bad. So I don't. That's we meet at Starbucks and yeah. things out in the open. So right. we are out in the open, mm-hmm. um, and my wife always knows when I'm meeting yep. too. So that's a big like I always have it on the calendar that, and she knows that I met with Abby today. So right. there's nothing to to worry about with that stuff. But I there have been times where other other females have wanted to meet with me past mm-hmm. the youth group where you need to meet with them, and I just always do it in public. Yeah, like I just I don't I don't know if that's the way I'm supposed to do it, but. I'd rather do it in public than here, or I'll do it at my house when my wife's home. Right, right, right. I've yeah. done that before. But if they really want to meet during the day and my wife's working, then I'd say, all right, let's meet at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, don't come to my house because you can't come to my house with that. Um, yeah. But I know with like Mike Pence, he is, uh, he's, he's a guy that like Christians really love mm-hmm. and non Christians really don't love. Yeah. Right. Like he's a very polarizing figure. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, not as much as Donald Trump. Yeah. But. He's a guy. It's also and, guilty by association. Exactly, just because he's the vice president for Donald Trump. A lot of yeah. people. Um, but uh, so, so I understand that. But I don't. I don't think that there's anything wrong with him 
deciding, you know what, I'm not going to go and do this. If that's a personal conviction of his. Yeah, but then people would say that now women are, now these women are having a, are a disadvantage mm. because they can't ever meet with their staff. They have to always someone else where guys don't have to deal with that or stuff but, like that. But, but, the, but women can still meet with him. He just doesn't want to do it one-on-one. Yeah. So what if he has like his assistant in there? Yeah, but there's plenty of guys that can meet with him one-on-one and say what they want to say. Yeah. That's what they would say. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's so true. I, I don't know. But, um, and I guess that was also the point that I was just making as a lead pastor. <laughs> it's like it's not fair that, that, you know, uh, that I'm only like, hey, it can only be a lead pastor yeah. to guys. You know? Yeah, I don't really have too strong of an opinion either. But way with that, that being but, said. But that's because I'm a dude. I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> but with that being said, right. Lene is also the one who meets with women more so than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, and that's just natural. A lot of the women will would rather talk to Lene. Yeah. Because she's a woman. Oh, whenever I have a female wants to meet with me, I always suggest to have Erica there. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. not as much for my protection, but because she knows yeah. better than I do. Yeah. I with a lot of stuff. Anytime right. I do marriage, marital counseling, I like when she's there because she gives a different perspective and she's better at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, all right, next one. Yeah. Church suddenly interested in female pastor after learning they can pay just 78 cents on the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd go well with the other one. Um, so this is a church in um, uh, Dairy First United Reformed Church. Dairy First? Yeah, in South Carolina. In Dairy, South Carolina. D-E-R-R-Y. Uh, I'm gonna uh, leadership at Dairy First United Reformed Church confirmed Monday that they were considering revising their church's requirement that their senior pastor be a man after hearing a rumor that they could pay a female pastor 78 cents of the dollar for the same work. Uh, I'm going to go with Babylon. That is Babylon. Nice. But I, I thought, I thought I might get you. I thought I might get you on that one because that one sounds like it could be true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and this. And uh, honestly, that kind of is true <laughs> and not just in the church world well that's they're mainly poking fun at the opposite yeah. of the rest of the world um like yeah. who is it? like uh i think jennifer lawrence always yep. talks about that and how ridiculous it is that she is like as big of a movie star as anybody out there yeah and she gets paid like a fraction of what yeah of what a male would get paid and that was this was a while ago she was saying this and now with all the stuff we're hearing about hollywood and the power and uh-huh. all that kind of stuff now it even makes that worse yes. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. uh, like at first like people were like well just you get paid what you get paid like you right. get, As you're a movie star you, you get, get paid, paid millions, millions whatever yeah. it's like and i understand that mindset but still it's like if it's the same work right but it doesn't make movie sense. stars are it, it's how much you like you can say no and mm-hmm. it's how much you as a movie star can can bring in for the company if you can bring a lot you can charge a lot yeah. but there's other ones other people that are just looking for jobs Who and there shouldn't it. be any difference with that yeah and now like, we see that there's a whole power right. struggle in hollywood that's that's being uncovered so yeah, yeah yeah but it is it is insane like she would get paid a couple million for the same work that like ryan gosling would do yeah and get paid 25 million you yeah, it's it's just it the the difference is insane. Yeah, and I, I don't know about every company, obviously in the in in the world or, or or whatever, but I'm sure that that is similar for a lot of companies. If this gender pay gap turn thing turns out to be real, it's great news for the budget next year. Head Deacon <laughs> Jimmy White told reporters, "We can now offer an even less attractive compensation package and still get a pastor that caters to our <laughs> needs twenty four seven. I'll tell you what, we're going to have quite a bit of room left over for senior ministries field trips in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I wonder really if we funny. can give her a smaller office too, he said later. That's yeah. funny. I um, honestly don't know what 
I'm sure that some churches that that is the case where women are paid different. Um, but I honestly don't know in most churches. Well, most time if you are hiring a female pastor, she's either children's pastor. I mean, uh, or she worship. has to be right. She can't <laughs> yeah. be a senior pastor. <laughs> that can't be possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But when you're hiring, yeah. I mean, there shouldn't be any pay differences with any of that stuff, uh, really. And and there's we even see at times pay difference between just ages and things like that mm-hmm. too at churches. I, this is this is what I think when it comes to this. See, this is really hard when it comes to just part time ministry. Let's say mm-hmm. you hire somebody for part time ministry in the church. I do not think that it is fair or appropriate for the church to hire somebody for part-time ministry, pay them for 20 hours, but expect them to work 40 hours. Yeah. That I think that that is extremely wrong. Yeah. Now, if if the if the individual decides to do that on their own, then that's I, that's that's up to the individual, right? To to the person working. I I, I, I disagree but, with that, but keep going. We'll get back to that. But because here he, the problem with this is we know ministry doesn't have a timetable, right? Mm-hmm. You can't say when somebody calls you and says, "Hey, I, I can, can I talk to you? I really need help." You can't say, "Hey, I met my hours for this week. I can't, I can't spend time with you." So I get that. Yeah. But for a church, because I I know churches that will hire somebody for twenty hours a week, but then expect them to work more than that. Yeah. That is not fair, and that is not appropriate, and it's not, and it's not okay for the church to do that. And, and but the but the rest of the world doesn't. Yeah. But think, it's oh, well, since we're a church, it's, it. it's illegal for the rest of the world to do that. But it, but a church can do that makes zero sense to me. I don't think even if the person is working part time, set like is offers to give more. I think it's still the responsibility of the head pastor or the church itself to make sure that they are not or they are taking time off. They, I understand. They, they, they I understand at times. Off. I understand at times that you might have a week where you're busier. I get that one, but um. I think I think it, what the danger is is you can have a culture mm-hmm. where you say, "Oh, you work twenty hours," but I mean, if you want to get paid eventually, yeah, full yeah, time, that, that culture is not fair. Or even if that's not said, I think the people might automatically think that. Or how good of is, is it of a senior pastor to say, "Hey, li- listen, you, I want you to stick with the twenty hours. If there's too much stuff, let me know. We'll take it off your plate. Yeah. If you work a lot this week, then I want you to take a day off next week well, because I, I want you to stay around twenty hours a week." Well, here, here's the thing, though, is that. S- we also ask people to volunteer. Yeah. Right? So so we ask people who work full-time, 40, even more than that, hours a week at their normal job. And then we also ask them, hey, on Sunday, we want you to volunteer for three hours. We yeah. want you to volunteer during the week doing this, X, Y, and Z. So th- that's something that, that is hard to balance as a pastor because a pastor should also be leading by example and volunteering. Yes, and and doing doing those sort of things because you can't ask your congregation to do that, and you not. Mm-hmm. It's not that's not right. So for a person working twenty hours a week part time, if that's their only job, or maybe they have twenty hours somewhere else doing another job that's part time to make up forty hours, whatever it is. If if that person decides, you know what, I worked my twenty hours, but I want to volunteer five more to do this, I'm okay with that. But as long as it's not expected. As long as it's not, you have to do this if you want to be full-time. As long as it's not, well, you're not really committed to the ministry then. I think that it has to be. And like you said, the lead pastor needs to keep an eye on the person that, that's working part-time. Yeah. And or say, whoever their supervisor is. Or whoever their is. supervisor is and say, do you have a Sabbath? Are yeah. you taking care of yourself? Are you taking time for yourself? And if they're not, then say, well, then you can't volunteer these hours. Yeah. So that's where it needs to come in. I'm okay with them working beyond 20 hours if it's their choice, but for a church to expect that, shame on you. Yep. 
Um, okay, next one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is uh, uh, very relevant to right now. Uh, evangelicals announced they will withdraw support for Roy Moore should three or four dozen more women come forward. Wait, wait, say that. Read it again. Evangelicals announced they will withdraw support for Roy Moore should three or four dozen more women come dozen? forward. Dozen? <laughs> three dozen. or four dozen? <laughs> How many have already come out? Uh, I don't I don't know. Isn't it like five or something like that? I think so. And they, they need three or four dozen to that, come out to, to believe them? That's the title. Hey, um, I believe that's true. That's hashtag fake news right Ah, there. (laughs) First one that I was wrong. A a coalition of conservative evangelicals announced Tuesday (sighs) that they would withdraw support from the Senate, from Alabama Senator candidate Roy Moore, should at least three or four dozen more (laughs) women come forward to accuse him of sexual misconduct. The evangelical leaders confirmed their commitment to turn on Ray Moore the second a 40th woman (laughs) accuses him (laughs) in Roe behavior. We take sexual assault very seriously, and that's why we will call for Moore to withdraw as soon as he is reliably accused of at least another uh, 30 or 40 times. Why did I say <laughs> that would That would cross a line. <laughs> it's important to make sure you have way more than, um, than five credible claims against a Republican candidate before you expect us to concede. That's You know what? That is really funny. And, and, and you know what? I... For me to say that that's real news, that just goes to show my opinion of some <laughs> <Yeah>. evangelicals. <laughs> What's, this, this kind of stuff is getting hard, too, because there are terrible people out there yeah. that do these terrible things. Yep. And then there are terrible people that accuse people that mm-hmm. they don't like Absolutely. of terrible things. Yep. And you don't want to like make the victim think that mm-hmm. if they're a real victim, yeah. think like that they can't speak out. Right. But at the same time, you want to make sure they're a real victim. And that's what some of the stuff we don't is. Want by the and same, innocent person being, you know, their reputation, yeah, their life destroyed. being destroyed because of somebody deciding to cash in. Yeah. I get that as well. That's why I personally, if just one person brings it up, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm personally like, I don't know. Like Dave Chappelle did a great, uh, funny segment about uh, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And we said, the first couple was like, nah, I don't think so. And then it was like 40 or 50. He was like, <laughs> oh, I think that guy did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but, and that's another thing is that uh, with all of this, Hollywood stuff that's coming out. We did a whole episode on this, obviously, yep. a few weeks ago. All this Hollywood stuff that's coming out. I bet you no one is happier about it that coming out than Bill Cosby because nobody's talking about him now. I know. Is he still? What's going on with him? Uh, I know he was. I, he was he's going still to court. Going to court. And because I, I was listening to another podcast that, that was talking about that, be more opinionated sports podcast, and they they were talking a Baltimore sports podcast, and they were saying that like it's crazy that Bill Cosby has to be so happy because nobody is talking about him at yeah. all because everyone's talking about everybody else now. Yeah. But Insane. so the people that are say, are thinking, well, give Roy Moore a chance or whatever. Because I know there's people that do that. Mm-hmm. Mike, I'm curious what they think about like Weinstein. Yeah, and I, I actually saw a little thing that um, I wish I found some of the other examples. But they showed examples of three or four people. Yeah, uh, Louis C.K. Um, I think Weinstein, a couple of people that were accused of it and admitted to it and apologized and what happened to them. They all got fired. They all got in trouble, all that kind of stuff. And then they showed three or four other people that were accused of it and never admitted to it, even though it sure seems like they did it, and none of them got fired. Really? Yeah, because there were shows like the, the when you deny, 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 yeah. that, they go, well, we got to trust him because he makes us money. Yeah. <laughs> so some of that. Yeah. So like someone like Roy Moore, uh-huh. deny, 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 mm-hmm. even though five people have come out, and it's probably even more since since this article, I mean, this was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. who knows if people come out, and if he just keeps denying it, he'll still be available. It, I know, it is crazy. Unless it is proven. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, 
All right. Um, I got two more ones. Not that great, so this might be the last one. All right. Christian right viewers... Oh, sorry. Christian right views are swaying politicians and threatening the environment. What? Christian... Christian right. Right. So Republican... The, the right side, yeah. the conservatives. Views are swaying politicians and threatening the environment. Threatening the environment and swaying politicians? Mm-hmm. Real news. That is real news. So I was having trouble finding another another good one. This was like actually an old article. This is back in like 2005. Yeah, of course. It, that, that, that it would say that it's threatening the environment because... A lot of right right wing people, you know, if people don't believe in global warming, that's the Republican side don't doesn't mm-hmm. believe in global warming. Right? Yeah, and, well, and, I don't know. Is it all of the Republican side? Well, there's nothing. Is generally ever all. speaking, yeah, but generally that's that. And then and then Christians most of the time, not all the time, and that's mm-hmm. actually probably swaying even more now. Are are more on the right side, anyways. Yeah. So so if you do believe too. in global warming, then you would say. If you don't believe in global warming, then you are killing the environment. Say it again. If you are a person who does believe in global warming, uh-huh. then you would look at those who don't believe in global warming and say, yeah, you're killing the environment. Yeah, you're hurting the environment. You're hurting the environment. Yeah. Um, do you recycle? Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. Who doesn't recycle? <laughs> <laughs> Our dad. <laughs> I don't know if he wants us to say this out loud on a... He just never has. Yeah. And I think he th- knows he should now. Did we talk about this on a podcast once? I don't know. Because we've done a yes, million podcasts. Yes, at this because point. Tim B, who is a faithful listener. Oh, yeah. He talked about, and he said, because we said, Dad says that it costs more money to recycle. And he was like, uh, actually, there is a point to that. Yeah. <laughs> it does cost more money to recycle. Yeah. But then the argument would be, well, but we think in that we're money saving, worth we're it if you're world, actually yeah, helping your environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Louis now, I will say this about recycling: like I, I'm, all, I'm, I'm for recycling, but it's, I'm not as uptight about it as. No, I don't care. Like, if my recycling bin gets too full, I throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Listeners. I forgot to take the recycling out last week, so uh-huh. it's really overflowing. Yeah. So it's, uh, two bags went out yeah. with the trash. What I do a lot of times is like if I go to throw something in the recycling in the house yeah. and it's full, then someone will be like, ah, whatever. I just don't. Shane. I know. But you do a whole bag. <laughs> I do a bottle. Oh, my wife doesn't know that. Uh-oh. But sometimes I have to. It's it's like because I'm <laughs> Sometimes I have to because I'm lazy. Because <laughs> I forgot last week to put the recycling out, so I had oh. to just throw it. Throw hey, it in there, there. There's going to be some angry listeners. Some, I mean, I care about the environment. I don't want yeah. to do... I, I would love an electric car. Just too expensive. <laughs> Way too I would expensive. love an electric car, but not, not that much. Erica's grandfather had an electric car. Not at not at 20000 Yeah, it's it's really nice. Yeah. His, his car is way Oh, he has a more. Tesla, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> I can't afford that. <laughs> no, I'm but a it's, pastor. It is awesome. Yeah. yeah I'm a pastor. Pastor. My wife is a... Is a Teacher, you're yeah, you're you're a pastor of a church that hadn't even started yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making a ton of money. All right, and that's all I got. All so right. you did pretty good. You got one wrong. Hey, pretty good. I'm Thank ordained. <laughs> what was that? To- <laughs> I just I say that sometimes. <laughs> just when you do something well. My wife loves. Oh, that. I'm sure. I say to her all the time, Lauren, I'm the spiritual leader of this household, <laughs> and you will listen to me. One thing I do that my wife loves is whenever she says I'm you're right, which isn't a lot, but when she does, I always go, What'd you say? Oh yeah, that, that helps. And then, and then the first time she just goes, You're right. And then like, say again? And I'll <laughs> do it until she'll shut up. I'm not saying it anymore. And she slaps you in the eye like Savannah. <laughs> but is there any other Babylon B articles that you've you've read before that you thought was pretty funny? Uh yeah, this this one I think is pretty funny. 
church sound guy admits he has no idea what any of these little <laughs> dials do. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Yeah, because with sound guys, you don't normally get like an actual sound guy at church. Right. You just get a dude who's willing to do it and yeah. is there consistently. You get a guy, a lot of times it's a guy who's like, I want to serve. But I don't want to talk to anybody. Or I don't. I don't. <laughs> or, want to be on stage, or you, the pastor, or go. I don't, I don't want, want you to talk <laughs> yeah. to anybody. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to deal with kids. But when you do get, because I have met a few sound guys who are like they are actually experienced and they've yeah. done it for like I don't know even clubs or or bands or whatever. They know what they're doing. It makes a big difference. Yeah. But but a lot of sound guys are also like, Dah, I don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's- or the, or light guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, light guys are the worst. Yeah, they got nothing to contribute. <laughs> they don't do anything. <laughs> they they are talentless. I'm just kidding. So I know there's people that listen that are that are actually light people. Yeah. There's one that I'm talking to, mm-hmm. and you know your name. Yeah. You used to be a co-host of yeah. this podcast. We won't say your name. Yeah. Because you are dead to us. <laughs> I, I haven't seen him since he's left. Have well, you? Good riddance. He just comes in the back of our house. Bad rubbish. <laughs> Yeah, we are flourishing without him, I think. Yeah, um, that's not true. Here's, here's another one. Christian radio station expands playlist to nine different songs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really good because I cannot do Christian radio. Um, local Christian radio station 101.7, Salt and Light Radio, <laughs> <laughs> announced Friday a new programming direction wherein its radio hosts would be instructed to select from a list of nine different songs. After careful consideration, we've decided to add Chris Tomlin's Good Good Father to the <laughs> rotation. We know we'll get some pushback here, but we believe God's love, God loves diversity and creativity. <laughs> so um, the staples like The God I Know, Holy Spirit, Oceans, uh-huh. and that song where the girl says she's going to get her worship on aren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I um, Erica listens to... to the Christian ra- Shine I, I FM, yeah, whatever it is near us, yeah, I I can't. Ninety five one is what it is near us. I can't do it. I have like a I worship can't. playlist of like bands I like, like Citizens, yeah, and yeah Kings, and Sing Team, and things like that. Um, and some Hill, I do like Hill song, yeah, like that. Yeah, never Chris, like I like that I like good, some good Phil Father Wickham song. Stuff. Phil, I know you don't Phil, like Phil. Phil Wickham. Wickham annoys me. I like Phil Wickham. He's, I mean, he's fine. I mean, we've seen him a bunch of times, but. He's he's all right, but there there's some like actual like good worship that I listen to that mm-hmm. um, I don't necessarily want to. You know you know who, and I, who I never really liked who and, and nothing against him is Steve Fee. Oh yeah, for some people listening don't know who Steve Fee is. Yeah, I know probably not. He's uh, if you know Andy Stanley, he uh-huh. was the he was one of the worst people at Andy Stanley's church. Um, he had a band called Fee. <laughs> yeah, original. <laughs> so yeah, really creative, and they wrote like. Um, they're, Glory they're, to God. They're kind of old now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they aren't but like, banning anymore. The only reason that I thought it is because the youth group that we were working loved together, it. they loved it. We and we were the thing. worship band for that youth group, and, and I, we had to play I, those stupid songs. They're, they're really, all because of Jesus. Yeah. I, oh, Happy Day. People uh, might know that one. Oh, yeah. Happy Day. Did he come up? Did he write yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, see, I, <laughs> I did not like Steve Fee. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as a person. I'm saying his music. Yeah. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's he messed up as a person too. That's he why did. he's not around anymore. He cheated on his wife with his drummer's wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but but he did he did the right things, and after that, and he's trying to make amends and all those sort of things. So I don't want to I don't want to bash him for that, but it, I just don't like his music. Yeah, him personally doesn't 
determine whether we like his music or not. Yeah, yeah we yeah, don't yeah. like it. Yeah, we he could be the best person or the worst person. His music's not like very. It. But I don't like a lot of poppy brands yeah. of something. I don't like a lot of poppy rock. Or, right, there right. are some I like. Like I like Bruno Mars a lot, uh-huh. and he's poppy. Um, there are some that that would fall in that category. I still like, but most of the time I don't, and that goes with any kind of style, mm-hmm. and especially worship. But basically, what I'm saying is. I don't like listening to Christian radio because it sucks. <laughs> I don't want anyone to misinterpret what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. It's bad, so I won't do it. It's not like bad theologically. Yeah, I agree with it theologically. It's not. It's not. You're not. A he bad is a person. good, good father. Yeah, it's who he is. And actually, it's who he what? is. I actually do like that song. It's who he is. So do I. But but I and I like oceans. Not, I like oceans. You're not bad or stupid for listening to it. It just sucks to me. Yeah. I just uh, don't like how it. he loves. Oh, I, I did a they. whole. I just got done doing a whole series on worship, and uh, and the first week I just talked about all the worship songs that I don't like, and which we've talked about on yeah. the podcast plenty of times. What are they? To name some. Um, a lot loves. of them were like old school ones too. Trading my sorrows. Yep, that was on the list. Trading my sorrows. Worship. I said oceans, not because you don't like ocean. I like ocean. I like it's the song. For sure. I've just heard it so many times. I never want to hear it again. Yeah. At least you know. Well, actually, maybe in ten years. I don't want to hear a bad <laughs> version of it. I've, yes. heard a, I've heard way more yes. bad versions than good versions. Yep. So um, I like a good version of it. Uh, that and uh, what else did I say? I said. Um, uh, Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I lift your name. That's like Lord, '90s. I said a lot of '90s songs because that's what I grew up with. Lord, Father of Lights. Yep. Um, I, I went to a church thing at the Longo and they played "Friend of God." Oh, "Friend of God" number one. That should be number one for everybody. <laughs> yeah, they played it. And I was like, oh gosh, I've heard this song in a long time. Yeah. He calls me friend. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, as we as we get ready to close this out, it's it's December, right? One song I do like though. Okay. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You still like that? Oh, yeah, I like dan, that song. Dan, 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 dan. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Dan, 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 dan. So good, so good. Lord, you are good and, and your mercy endures forever. It's dynamic changes. The light guy gets ready to bring the lights up. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So as we get ready to close out, it's December. We have a lot of fun stuff happening for Christmas. Like we did last year, we will take a week off after Christmas. Christmas is on a what? Monday? Yes, it is because Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. Yep, and I, and the twenty third, I guess, is on a Saturday. Correct, dummy. Um, so, uh, so we'll be taking the day after Christmas off. Um, maybe even the day Who after knows? the news. Yeah, we're gonna take Who as knows? long as we you want to. <laughs> we're gonna do whatever we want. Um, but Christmas, we we always like to have a Christmas episode, so that will be coming up as well. Uh, maybe we'll Christmas. argue whether we should believe in Santa or not or again. We did that We've already, done that before. but but my feelings are still the same. Mine too. And and we're hoping to have a special gift for all the listeners yeah. out there this Christmas season. So um, we know you guys give us a lot by reviewing us, by like, by yeah. listening to Review us. Review us a little more, please. Yeah. We I haven't mean, gotten we, to the many in a while. <laughs> yeah. We have, we've slowed down order reviews a lot. We need them. So if you could get, if you could set up, set some of them up, um, we still have a Patreon account and we've yeah. had a couple of new people recently. So I want to thank, thank you for, for joining us. So I want to thank uh, Josh Long, um, Ken Cusick to uh, new Patreons to thank you guys for thank supporting you. us as a podcast. We really appreciate that. Um, but again, if you want more information about that, you can just go on NYM Christian Podcast 
gmail.com. You can send us some questions. We got some good feedback yep. from the Atheist Adam episode. Yeah. Actually got a lot of good lot of feedback from that. Some people thought we did a great job. Some people do not think we did a great yeah, job. That's fine. But we appreciate um, we like feedback. Uh, yeah, we like we like the feedback on that. It helps us as a podcast and it helps us as just pastors as we're talking to people yeah. that disagree with us as well. So um, thank you for that. Uh, but it is the Christmas season, which we love, like we've said a million times mm. now. And we love singing songs, as you know, if you're a listener of this podcast. So why don't we close with one of the best Christmas, Christian Christmas songs. Really, every episode in December is going to be ended with a, a Christmas, a Christmas song. song. And this is like a very, very Christian Christmas song. I've heard people yep. destroy it in a great way. And I've heard people destroy yep. it in a terrible way. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a- not an easy, heart, easy song to sing. So we knew we could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll start. Okay. okay. A one, a two, uh, a one, two, three, four. I'm not starting from that. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope. Oh, we sound good. The, the weary world. World. Mine says soul. No, it's world. Mine says soul. Weary world. world. What are you? What are you reading? It says soul rejoice. <laughs> it's world. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. Oh. Christ was born, oh night divine, oh night, oh night divine, Merry Christmas. To you and yours. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs>